Congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. Right now, I am joined in the studio by Jess and Bethany, who are cast members of That Bloody Woman. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Can we speak now? <laughs> and how are you guys doing today? I'm very tired, but... Ready yeah. for another show tonight? It was a big opening night celebration afterwards. Well, not big. It was like two wines, but that's enough for me these days. So, <laughs> so I feel quite Still tired. 11.30 when I got home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's late, especially for a Thursday. Oh, yeah. I'm an old yeah. woman when it comes to that sort of stuff. <laughs> I like being in bed by 12. Absolutely. I entirely agree. And could you both explain your roles in the play? Sure. Um... I play Ada Wells, who was another um, notable uh, feminist in Kate Shepard's Girl Gang, if you like. Um, she was more of a behind-the-scenes person, whereas Kate was definitely the face of the suffrage movement in New Zealand. But um, she has a great story. She had to deal with a lot of things to get through um, her life and... I think she's a great character to play, a very great great person to study. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't particularly have a name. When you look in the program, my name is Gang, um, <laughs> which is, like, super interesting. It was a choice. Um, but we had to kind of, like, create a character anyway, so I looked up list of suffragists, and I found this one called Fanny Buttery Cole. And I was like, that's the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. I An icon. I love it. And um, she was amazing. She, like, set up coffee rooms because everyone was busy being alcoholics. And she rescued women off the streets. And she changed this bill so that it wasn't just towards, like, um, locking up under 16-year-old women. She was like, no, include the boys too. So she's she's a baddie. So I she call was. myself Fanny. Nice. <laughs> awesome. And so the play, This Bloody Woman, is described as a feminist punk musical and it's a retelling of the suffrage campaign in New Zealand, spearheaded by Kate Shepherd, and I believe it first was um, put on in 2015. Um, can you speak a bit to the decision to put on this production in Taiori? Um, I know that they've been wanting to do this musical for a while. Uh, the president, Blair, loves the show <laughs> and he's very excited that it is now... Um, being performed but um, I think they decided to do this musical because it's a very very small cast there's only 12 of us on stage which is ridiculous for a show Um, but just with last year um, and nothing being able to be performed uh, this year it just seemed like the right time to get like back into live performance and what a better way to do it than like honouring probably the most iconic New Zealander mm. ever and you know what her and her um, girls did for New Zealand as a country. Yeah and I believe they had to fight to put on this show particularly just because in a place like Dunedin you need to be able to sell those tickets and Mm. Um, so you've got to kind of trust that what you're putting on is going to be a, a product that people will want to come and see. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hard to promote when, you know, it's only been staged with um, 
a few casts around New Zealand, so not many people have heard of it. It's not your average Phantom of the Opera. So. Or uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah, Mamma Mia for the seventh, seventh but, yeah. billionth time. Uh, yeah, so really cool that we it's put hard, it on. Yeah, it's hard to get people to come to a show that they don't already know about. Mm. Yeah. But this is one. Or if you're going to go to a show this year, this yeah, is the one this to go one. to. Awesome. And can you talk a bit through just the process of putting the show together? A lot of people might have never been involved in a production. Well, we only had eight weeks for this production. Most um, musicals, especially at the sort of society, amateur society level, are 12-plus weeks. So this this was very quick and uh, compact. Um, you know, three, three times a week, just music blocking, kind of putting them together while still... I mean, we, we've been adding bits up. I think we changed something last night as well. Like, <laughs> always, it's always sort of changing and developing from the basic structure that you give it with what you were given through the score and the, and the script. Mm. Yeah, and it's not a conventional musical either. Um, oh, no. <laughs> the, it's very much catered towards the audience, which is what we found last night. Like... We could prepare as much as we wanted, but as soon as that audience is there, the play really comes alive. So we kind of had to just have faith in all those moments where it was going to be sort of more of an interaction with the audience rather than um, blocking on stage. Um, So yeah, really the hard work paid off. And um, the dead moments in rehearsal were filled yeah. with laughter, which yeah. is so good to hear. There's only awesome. so many times yeah. you can laugh yeah. at someone's line. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm a absolute history nerd. Um, has, in, in preparing for it, how much of um, your preparation has been kind of researching and learning about the women who you're playing in the time in history, one of the biggest social movements in New Zealand that uh, the play covers? Um, well, our director, Kim, who's an absolute icon, uh, some uni students might know her, um, she got us to do like a character profile. So all of us who already had um, set, you know, uh, names or whatever, uh, went and researched our characters. And then for the other girls in the gang, like Bethany found... Fanny through her research Um, but you know we got to look into and that's why I found out that even though when we think of women's suffrage in New Zealand we automatically think Kate um, she did so much for like she was the first woman on the Christchurch City Council Mm -hmm. Um, she got a scholarship to go to the University of Canterbury Um, she was an absolute icon but we only found this out because our director really encouraged us to look out like into our characters and then take that and portray it through like a 21st century lens. Um, Kim's thing is kaleidoscopes. Mm. She really likes kaleidoscopes. Yeah, <laughs> she put together this PowerPoint um, sort of in the very oh, yeah. first weekend, which was so informative. I was... I was blown away. And not only about sort of Kate's life and the suffragist movement, but generally about, like, punk music and um, what New Zealand was like when it first started and um, just kind of explaining the way that this production works because 
I think, I'm not sure if it was Kim or maybe one of the um, co-writers who said it, but essentially the story is three petitions. Mm-hmm. And so you have to find a way to dramatise that and make a push and pull. And um, so she she went into a bit about Richard Seddon and yep. we learnt that um, the stuff he's saying in... Um, in his songs and in his speeches is actually very verbatim to what he said um, at the time, which is which is gnarly because it, some of the stuff he says, you're <laughs> like, <laughs> we know, like we know, it's, men are brutes, we know, women are angels, <laughs> we know it's our friend playing the character, but yeah. oh my goodness! And then when you find out that these some of these lines are verbatim, it's like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, it's really not a nice feeling. Yeah, fascinating though. And what can we expect when we come along to see That Bloody Woman? If you can give us a a quick rundown without spoiling anything. Uh, It's going to be loud. (laughs) In your face. In your face. (laughs) Lots of swearing. Um, In the best way possible. Yeah, in a polite um, yet appropriate way. (laughs) Very empowering. Oh man, You'll the cry. vocals as well. The vocals from every performance is it's so good. I get to sit out in the audience um, for a couple of songs, and I I almost just forget I'm still part of the show because I'm just like, man, man, Max is a good singer, eh? And um, Petticoat Government, and then you watch uh, this little love duet, and I start to just kind of get swept up, and then I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm back in, we're gonna yeah. stand up for the song. There will be cheers, there will be applause, there yeah. will be laughter, and you'll leave feeling extremely empowered, no matter mm. your, no matter your gender. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And the who, what, when, where? Where is the production on? When is it on? Where can we find tickets? Uh, Mayfair Theatre in South Dunedin. Tickets at tarimusical.org. Uh, we are running from... We're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, matinee, and then Tuesday through to Saturday next week. Tuesday the 27th is student night. Half price tickets. It's only $30 or three Kate Shepherds, if you will. <laughs> and it's an amazing opportunity for a great price. So we definitely yeah. recommend that um, all the students come on the 27th. It'll be amazing. Yeah, and the more students that come along, the greater the sort of audience participation will be. It'll be so fun if all the liberal uni students are there just screaming. (laughs) It'll be great. Yeah. So highly recommend coming along on Tuesday. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much, Jess and Bethany, for coming in and chatting to us. That was tiredymusical.org, where people can get tickets. So everyone get along to that. I believe if you have a look at Radio 1 social media, we are giving away a ticket or two. So keep an eye on that. This is your Friday Cosmic Drive. My name is Eileen. Thank you for listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.